Welcome, and thanks for joining me today on Mortgage Manager Playbook, a podcast for sales leaders who want to improve their team's sales performance and originate more loans. I'm Pat Sherlock, your host. Today's topic is a great topic. We're dealing with key metrics for mortgage sales success in 2024, and I have the perfect expert, John Soroka. John is president of Soroka Brand Development. He is an expert in marketing and certainly is a long career in mortgage banking. Hi, John. Hi, Pat. How are you today? And thank you so much for having me. Well, I appreciate you sharing your wisdom because so often what I see in sales organizations is that they really don't measure the right things when it comes to marketing. So maybe we should start with really right off bat, you know, the famous uh, KPIs. Talk about what they are, why they're important, and what they should be looking at. Sure. Well, KPIs are essentially their key performance indicators. And these indicators help you determine how successful you are at meeting certain goals in marketing so that you can measure the effectiveness of, of what you're doing from a marketing campaigning standpoint. And you know, to bring these into the context of specifically mortgage loan origination, KPIs could be, you know, like the number of new leads generated from a specific marketing campaign, the conversion rate of leads into actual applications or the cost per lead. But, but I think it's important to note that before the lead, there are other KPIs that you need to pay attention to, like that are very significant. Like for example, email opens and click-throughs, social post interactions, uh, maybe mailers sent, how many contacts you make with your referral partners on a daily basis and things like that, and keeping track of all of that data and consistently reviewing it so that you can identify trends is really important. Like, you know, analysis would tell you what it takes to get X number of leads and how many will turn into apps and close. And, and you might um, change up your approach or your creative in campaigns to experiment a little bit and see what you can do that might work better because you you always want to be thinking about how you can continually improve your KPIs because the cost of manufacture alone right now is through the roof, squeezing profitability. So following the right KPIs is essential for your company so that that you can continually optimize your efforts and bring down those costs. So John, why don't we look at it from the senior level and also at the loan officer at the branch level and talk about what are some of the key measurements that you think they should be tracking? And then we can talk about what things they don't really track that they should be tracking. Oh yeah, sure. Well, you know, Pat, if I had to pick out like two or three of the most important uh, KPIs that you should be paying attention to, at the very top, I would say marketing leaders need to focus on the number of leads coming in and the conversion rates, both overall and down to the LO level. And there are many factors that need to be looked at because you know some LOs are just going to be more effective than others. And then you have to look at um, market variables because when you drill down to the LO level and the specific markets they serve, things are going to be different. So, you know, loan quality, it could be a thing. Also, if they are getting referrals, then what are the quality of those referral sources, which are more often than not real estate agents? And are the LOs actually targeting the right agents with their efforts? So really keeping an eye on the data, a daily eye on the data is pretty critical. And 
I would say also tracking all the white data because there needs to be significant alignment between marketing and sales to create a finely tuned machine. Because all too often, marketing is not listening and originators are out there producing their own materials. They're left to fend for themselves in many cases. And, it, it, you know, Pat, I don't want to take this off track. That's another conversation for another day. But marketing and heads of production really need to work together. And too often I hear from people outside of the marketing department that indicates that the LOs are just not getting what they need. And that leads to a lack of consistency, impacts a brand, impacts referrals. So all of these things need to, you know, be paid attention to. Well, I think that's an important point. I actually just want to do it really not, and I don't think it's a segue, but talk about, and this is what I see at the loan officer and at the sales side, is that if there is data about the market, somehow marketing might have that data, but it doesn't seem to get down to the field. And of course, it just seems to me that that should be like rule number one. What what are you seeing mostly at lenders? Yeah, well, you know, you're right about that. And um, yeah, look, tracking the right KPIs help in identifying what strategies are actually successful mm-hmm. and areas that need improvement. So ultimately, you need to make sure that what you're doing in marketing is cost-effective and you have to continually optimize what you're doing and, and even try new things. You know, an example of this might be throwing a new social channel into the mix, like TikTok, or pushing out even more content on various social channels to see how it all moves the needle. And I'm sure that, okay, so for example, I'm sure that many of your listeners know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, and all of them who do know exactly what he would say works well and what does not. And the question is, well, you know, does it work well? And you never know unless you get to work at it and actually try it. Good point. And so talk about the ones, the KPIs that are not typically being managed or not typically being followed. Well, you know what? There are several of them. And I'm glad you asked that question because, you know, one great example is lead quality. It's not just uh, the quantity of leads that matters, but how likely are they to convert into actual borrowers? So you need to look at, you know, creditworthiness, their current financial situation overall, how interested they are in buying a home or refinancing, or are they just tire kickers? You know, another sneaky but really good one is looking at time to close. And I think that that's a really good one to look at too, because you know what, Pat, a shorter time to close can be a measure of the efficiency of, uh, you know, the company itself, the mortgage company itself and its business processes. And the more efficient you are, the better your borrower satisfaction. And this all impacts future referrals and borrower loyalty. So I would say that that's a, a, that's a very good one to track. Another one, and you know what, this comes from direct experience. I'll tell you, website and digital marketing metrics seem to be very much underestimated in their importance. And I'll tell you why. My evidence is simply that most of the mortgage lenders that I talk to, when I, one of the first things I do is even before I get on the phone with them, I ask my team to run some reports on their websites. We see a lot of problems with SEO quality, site errors, uh, many content issues. 
And you know what? The website tells the story of what's going on in the marketing department. I mean, think about that. It really does. And then if they are investing money in search engine marketing or SEM, we see a lot of money being wasted by not focusing on the right keywords, you know, using boilerplate type ad copy, generic landing page templates. And we also see a lot from budgeting standpoint that does not look good. So these days, how potential borrowers interact with a website and online content provides really deep insights that marketers can use. And looking at the metrics like website traffic, session duration, bounce rate, interaction with, with online tools like mortgage calculators, this, this could all tell you a lot. And let's see, one more, I would say the cost of customer retention. And I really like that one because it is often overshadowed by the cost of acquisition. Everybody talks about the cost of acquisition, but how about the cost of customer retention? The thing is, in the mortgage industry uh, or for mortgage companies, there's a lot of opportunity for repeat business and refinancings and people moving up down laterally for a number of reasons. It, it could be better schools, lower cost of living job changes or any family oriented type reasons. So, so really understanding the cost and strategies for customer retention can be a big thing for your business. So John, when you look at it, maybe, and I'm glad you brought this up. I also obviously look at websites when I'm looking to deal with a lender and it's just my impression. And I'm curious about from a marketing standpoint, yours they look to me to be relatively the same sites. And it obviously looks like a template many times. And I, I don't know that there's really original thought going into it. And so what, what is your thoughts on that? Yeah, let me give you my thoughts. I agree with you. But you know what? A lot of times, the reason why a lot of mortgage company websites look very similar is because there's a lot of thought put into the templates to begin with. And there's a lot of thought put into website design. And it's because if you see a lot of companies with very similar templates, mm -hmm. it's because they work. So, you know, there's no reason to, and you probably shouldn't try recreating the wheel. If you know, if you're, you know, like if you look at some of the top mortgage companies in the industry, like the top five or 10 you know, and you see what's working for them. Why would you want to do something completely different that's untested? So, you know, I, so I can, I can go along with the concept of uh, designing a website that looks similar to some of the top people in the industry, the top companies in the industry, as far as original thought being put into them. Look, that comes down to, that's somewhat of a question of branding, right? Because mm -hmm. every single company needs to have its very own corporate personality. And again, referring to the top 10, if you look at the top 10 websites out there, all of them are going to have a different personality. They're going to use uh, have different ways of just speaking to you. They're going to have a different look and feel. Their key, you know, their key messages are going to be a little bit different. So just like no two people are the same, no two companies can be exactly the same. And that's and that's all a very good thing. So when you develop content, look, a lot of these websites, they have a blog roll on them. And mm -hmm. you look at the content 
and you look at the, you look at the you look at these uh, blog posts, and there are very obvious things that need to be covered that could help the borrower move along the the pathway to doing business with to doing business with them. And you know, even though th that content is already out there, you should also be putting out that content but you should give it your own twist, your own voice and your own style so that it is definitely content from you and not content that is just copied and pasted, practically copied and pasted from somebody else's website. So John, when you look at the KPIs and you look at the difference between, and I think you've mentioned this before, is that there's certainly quantitative number of leads and all of that. And then also the qualitative side of it realistically, is it a 50-50 weighting or what, what really, if you're going to diagnose and look at the effectiveness of marketing, what would you give the more, I guess, weight to? And this is very important to balance, Pat, because while quantitative KPIs uh, provide insight into legion and conversion rates and ROI, you have to consider other factors like customer satisfaction, brand mm -hmm. perception, customer loyalty. These are all harder to measure for sure. I'll give you that. But they are equally important. I would say that they are equally important because they give you insight into the borrower experience and the overall health of your brand, which directly impacts repeat business and referrals and the sustainability of your company. So you should integrate feedback mechanisms like customer surveys and reviews to gauge satisfaction. Also, you should use tools that can analyze data like sentiment analysis on social media. Uh, we use Sprout Social, okay? But there are some other great ones out there like Brand24 mentioned others, and there's probably some mortgage industry specific platforms that can also measure this. But another thing that you can do is, is set up a dual goal. So when you're planning campaigns, Set both quantitative goals like number of leads and qualitative goals like improving customer satisfaction, which can be measured by surveys. But um, finally, you can encourage collaboration between different teams. Like, think about this. If you encourage collaboration between sales, marketing, and the customer service areas to ensure a very holistic approach to both qualitative and quantitative goals, that would be big. That would be big. And by balancing these two types of KPIs, you know, mortgage marketers can hit their targets quantitatively, and also they can build a strong, reputable brand for, built for sustainable business growth. So that leads to the question, John, about what improvements, if you had a magic wand and we're going to mortgage lenders, and talking about what improvements do they need to put in place that would highly show results for them? You know, Pat, I would focus on KPIs. I think that there's a, there's a very important uh, a very important point to setting up the dual goals with uh, both qualitative and quantitative mm -hmm. KPIs, and not putting one above the other, but focus on KPIs that focus on the long term like customer retention rates and lifetime value. And I believe that if you focus on that, then the other KPIs will fall into place if you think about it. I'm just thinking through this right now. You know what? 
If you focus on those long-term KPIs, then of course, that is going to improve, you know, how people view your brand and it's going to help drive referrals and it's just going to help you, you know, automatically increase your business by focusing on the long-term and focusing on the lifetime value. So I would do that for number one. Another thing is using the data that you have to analyze trends and campaign performance even down to the LO level. Now there's a ton of data points that you can follow and having a methodology or a plan in place or a system to, to analyze all of that data and make sense of it, I think would be exceedingly important. And you really have to do it because if you have a big organization, you have a lot of loan officers out there generating business and being able to quantify how LOs are doing in different markets and how they're leveraging your marketing or, you know, and basically how they're performing, I think it's really important. Well, I agree um, with that com- uh, completely. And, and talk about any other recommendations that you would make. Yeah, you know what? Um, I think that another really good one would be aligning your sales and marketing teams. You know, I just spoke with a smaller lender, Pat, that for the first time, as as I understand, for the first time, asked what their originators want to help them out. And they all said, they all fired back an email to her and, and universally they said marketing, especially social media and help, uh, social media help and help with developing flyers. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. You can't build your business meaningfully when you don't ask or listen for years to what your originators need. So I think that that's a really big one is really aligning sales and marketing and actually speaking with each other. And I see this, uh, this was just a recent conversation, but believe me, I see this quite often. Also, always test your approach and creatives because you always have to have continuous improvement, focusing on continuous improvement, just because something's working and appears to be working well, doesn't mean, mean you should stop testing. You should definitely continually test because nothing stays the same forever. You know, one final one that I'll bring up to you is making sure that you have a very customer centric approach and you focus on the customer's needs. You get in their shoes, get in their heads and, and be empathetic. Well, I think there was wisdom, but before we go, let's talk about video. And I certainly think we live in a much different world than in the past where everything, blogs, all of that was certainly the way of having success or driving success. But video and being good on video, it certainly seems to me to be becoming more and more important. What, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, that that couldn't be more true because we're living in very much of a work from home environment you know, you aren't going to just go to a realtor's office and walk in and see them all sitting there working. Um, if you're trying to develop relationships with real estate agents and you have to also develop uh, relationships with with the uh, uh, consumer as well. And I think that your ability to leverage video to be able to build rapport and build a relationship is very important. And I know that a lot of people, Pat, are intimidated by video and, you know, they're concerned about, I don't know, how they look or how they sound or whatever. All I can tell you is the best thing that you can possibly do for yourself 
is to buy some good equipment, buy some good lighting. It doesn't cost a lot of money at all. Make sure you have a good microphone and make sure that you can, and practice, just, just get on video and practice. Like, I don't know, set up a, set up a zoom call and hit, you know, meet now when you get to that introductory screen, hit the meet now button, and then just practice speaking on video, practice how you and take a watch, how you look and how you interact, things like that, and just get comfortable with it. You don't have to be live with somebody to practice right away. Just practice before you go live. But I think, yeah, I think that your ability to form, uh, to be able to interact well and perform on video and establish that comfort level is really important. Can't agree with you more. And, and it is our world today. So John, talk about the, the what you see technology that you think would be helpful to lenders and also somewhat going out, let's say the next 24 months, what technology that you would highly recommend? Analytical tools have become pretty sophisticated because with AI, you can get deeper insights into customer behaviors, preferences. So KPIs related to website traffic, social media interactions, and conversion rates need to be more nuanced. They should not only measure the quantity, but the quality of engagements online. You can't ignore also the growing importance of mobile engagement. So you have to measure how well mobile optimized campaigns are performing and understand how people are interacting with your website and any online marketing from mobile. And plus, uh, content, as we all know, is massive right now because everybody's trying to drive thought leadership. Looking at KPIs like time spent on blog posts, webinar attendance are important to help you understand how effective you are at nurturing potential clients. And then I would add one more thing. There's a huge emphasis on personalized communications. So updating your KPIs to measure the success of personalized communication strategies and tracking the success of tailored content and campaigns towards different segments, I think is really important. So any thoughts, John, that you would like to share? Yeah, absolutely. You know, look, picking the right KPIs to track is important. I think you can look at top ones like number of leads, conversions, but that doesn't give you anywhere near the whole story. So you want to make sure that you go deeper than just that. And you really take a good look at a lot, a lot of different KPIs, both qualitative and quantitative that should be tracked. Because if you can master tracking of those key performance indicators and analyzing them properly, that will make a big difference in your business because imagine how much intel you can get from that kind of data and always be testing and updating. Your KPIs will give you a lot to think about when you analyze them. So come up with an organized and systematic way of testing, messaging, and different lead gen platforms or you know, questioning performance levels or referral quality and more. So take a look at all of that. And finally, be sure to think about 
you know, like I mentioned, qualitative metrics as well as a quantitative, because they're going to be so important for the sustainability of your brand and your business in the long run. Well, I want to thank you, John, for sharing all these great thoughts and certainly your practical advice of what really matters in marketing. And I think going into 2024, this is certainly more important than ever. And I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, you can catch up on all our episodes by going to www.patsherlock.com and subscribe. Thanks again, John. You're very welcome. And thank you again for having me, Pat. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Manager Playbook. You can catch up on all our episodes by subscribing to receive each week a new show. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and team members. If you're looking to increase production, call me to discuss my prospecting sales training program, Ramping Up Realtor Referral Sources. Check out my website, www.patsherlock.com.